Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the number one daily sports news podcast in the country, The Scorecard. Now, if you're listening via Spotify, hit that bell so you don't miss the ep every morning. I'm Brett Thomas, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Wednesday, May 24. Today, coaching dominoes what Hardwick's departure from Richmond means for other clubs. Munster Mash, the Queensland Origin superstar on his busted ribs. Zoo 3.0 back in the ring. And have we seen the last of LeBron? Let's rip in. Speaking to some of the players, and you know, Dustin suggested I go to Ibiza, and, <laughs> and and Bakes suggested I go to Lake Grace. So it's somewhere in between where I'll find myself. But you know, I'm just looking forward to a break. It's been an incredible journey for 13 or 14 years, but it is very, very consuming. And you know, the, the job of AFL coach is is very, very tough. Don't get me wrong; I love it to death. But the fact of the matter is, I just need a break. Whether he takes Dustin Martin's advice and hits the beaches and clubs of Ibiza, or wets a line and parks himself on the bank of a river, Damien Hardwick will disappear from the AFL world. But if and when he does re-emerge, the Triple Premiership coach will have no shortage of offers to lure him back into an AFL hot seat. In fact, one club may have already put the feelers out, and it's one of the Tigers' biggest rivals, the Blues. With Carlton on the slide under Michael Voss, their former full forward Brendan Favola believes they are looking ahead to 2024. I may have a little little knowledge that okay. maybe that some high Carlton people have reached out. got wind and reached out to Harbour to see where he's at and may have said, have a little break now towards the end of the year. Maybe there might be a spot opening up on our coaching role at the end of the year. Or what about a move back to Port Adelaide, where Hardwick won a premiership as a player in 2004 and trading places with Ken Hinckley? The power won't budge on its August deadline to decide Hinckley's future. If the Tigers are keen on Ken, maybe Port dines out with Dimmer. There's certainly rumblings of a change at that club, despite reeling off seven wins in a row. Kane Corns, a club legend, believes there's a push within Port for assistant coach Josh Carr to succeed Hinkley at season's end, but he's having none of it. That's just, a, I guess, a silly question in some ways. Like I said, I'm just, I'm enjoying my coaching and I'm really loving being at this football club, doing the role that I'm doing right now. And um, as I said, I'm, I'm preparing to be the best coach that I can be. And then there's the AFL's problem child, Gold Coast. Alastair Clarkson wanted that gig last year, a move that would have made the Suns immediately relevant. They opted to back in Stuart Jew, but after a middling start to the season, Hardwick was linked to the AFL outpost before he handed in his resignation at Richmond. Suns chief Mark Evans will only back Jew in to see out this season, but made no guarantees about 2024. Stewie's our coach, and we're getting behind that, and we're going to try and get those wins over the next month or two months and set up a really promising finish to the season. The mind games have begun ahead of the State of Origin opener next Wednesday in Adelaide. After Queensland left out Caelan Ponga, who was man of the match in Game 3 last year, former New South Wales enforcer Aaron Woods reckons it shows the Maroons are nervous. How good is it, mate? I, yeah. I, I love seeing them. It's like they're panicking a little bit. Yeah. Caelan Ponga, like, from all reports, all he had to do was get through that game. That's what I th- it's funny because they always talk about loyalty. You know, when you were Maroon, we, we stick to our same pick and stick, and they haven't done it. Whereas we're a bit different. We've actually gone back to the old team. And there are some concerns around the fitness of Maroon superstar Cameron Munster. His club coach, Craig Bellamy, revealed the playmaker's been nursing busted ribs. Basically an open invite for the Blues to try and test out just how sore Cam is. They always target me, so it's no different to to anything. I'm a little halfback that gets flogged around a little bit. So, um, yeah, look, it's going to be no different. They'll be out there to get me in. I'm bringing on. We'll see what happens going forward. I don't know. I got a lot to think about, to be honest. 
just for me personally going going forward with the game of basketball. LeBron James loves a cryptic message, and he ended that press conference with a nugget right after the Lakers were swept out of the playoffs by the Denver Nuggets. So have we seen the last of the four-time NBA champion on the hardwood? There's one thing we can definitely say for certain. At 38 turning 39 before the start of next season, LeBron can no longer carry a team on his own back to a championship, especially with the Lakers roster as currently constructed. He had 40 points, 10 rebounds and 9 assists and the Lakers still lost Game 4 to Denver. LeBron does have a history of putting the heat on a front office to shape up or ship him out. He's jumped off sinking ships in Cleveland twice and Miami when he thought they could no longer deliver him a ring. Rumours are already swirling he wants Kyrie Irving traded to LA. Former NBA sharpshooter JJ Redick telling ESPN, we've seen this kind of power play from LeBron before. Am I buying that he's going to retire? No, absolutely not. The thing I'll say about LeBron, LeBron is one of the most calculated professional athletes in the history of professional sports. Everything he does is for a reason. And whether this is to put a little bit of pressure on the Lakers to improve the roster, whether this is to send a a, a, a subtweet to his teammates, whatever it is, there's a reason he did this. But I believe there's some some earnesty in these comments. And it's, it's not just for a calculated reason. LeBron retiring would mean he doesn't fulfill a long-term goal to play alongside his son. Bronny is draft eligible for the 24-25 season. Zoo 3.0 jumps in the ring tonight. Nikita, brother of Tim and second son of former world champ Kostya, co-headlines a card for the first time tonight in just his sixth professional fight against Ben Bomber. Bomber spared no expense in preparing to burst Nikita's bubble, hiring a cornerman who's worked with seven world champions and a strength coach who's worked with Floyd Mayweather. All that expertise and money, and the 21-year-old still couldn't make weight. Nikita is not impressed. How do you feel about the fact that he has gone over? Not a professional. Uh, he's been he's bringing, been bringing all these uh, coaches from America. Um, still can't even make weight. I don't know, he's, just, he's like sparked the fire inside of me that... Uh, that I really just want to get in there and hurt him. It's a big platform for the youngest zoo to make his own name on the world stage. The Gypsy King, Tyson Fury, is in town to watch Kiwi Joseph Parker try and revive his heavyweight career. And two former AFL champs, Cam Mooney and Tom Bell Chambers, will test their talents in the squared circle. And that's your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for today. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.